Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Um, I think my overview of the meeting was that there was particular questions uh, from all over the county, from all different uh, councillors and all different parties in relation to areas where where we're failing in relation to housing. And my my own concern from my point of view in the north of the county uh, is in relation to two main sites, which is the St. Walleran site and the Ramsford site. Um, the Ramsford site is in relation to affordable housing and the St. Walleran site is 173 units. And about um, as far back as December 2022, uh, we had a meeting with Tom Enright, with the uh, Minister for Housing, Dara O'Brien, and uh, the Director of Services for Housing um, in the Council. And the reason why we had it at the time was we were concerned as councillors that the timelines were just going on too long in relation to the delivery of housing. So we sought this meeting to try and find, right, what dates are we going to have construction on these two sites? When are we going to have movement on these sites? And in that meeting, firm commitments were given by the council. And I think it's important to make that point that it was the council that set the timeline that I'm going by. And these timelines were that in relation to St. Walrens, which is 173 units, 35 of which will be social houses, that construction on this, uh, on this site would commence by the end of 2023. And obviously we're now in 2024. And anyone, if, if anyone's up by that site, then look over the hedge and see that there's no construction on that site. And that's caused me great frustration because we just want to see some progress. I think when there's builders in on the site, it just goes much quicker. I know there has to be work done before that, but these are the timelines set by the council. And now we're told uh, we're in 2024 and we're told that expressions of interest are under assessment. And it's my assessment that that has just taken far too long and it's not good enough. And what what does that mean, that, that expressions of interest are under assessment? What's your understanding of that? What does it mean? So my understanding of that is obviously in relation to public contracts, you have to go and get a, a tender process. And then when those tenders come in, those expressions, the people who have expressed their interest in providing that, uh, that service, that they are under assessment by the council or they're under view by the council. Um, and that's that's fine, but that should have happened six or seven months ago, if not long long before that. Because, uh, as you know, and as your listeners will be aware, there is a huge demand for housing in North Wexford huge. Uh, and across yeah. the, the whole county. Um, you know, personally, I, I'm a young man. And I, I have live at home in Gorey Town. Uh, my mother uh, rents, and rent can be quite expensive. And I do think that if you do build houses like St. Walrens and uh, the Ramsford Affordable Housing Site, right that that would allow people to buy those houses to then free up some more spaces for people to move into the existing houses in town. And in relation to the Ramsford site, that's, I think that's key because it's in relation to affordable housing. And uh, we have been now told that the contractor has pulled out of negotiations in relation to that. Wow. And look, I absolutely accept these things happen. Um, and that, that's part and parcel of business and, and working life. And that happens. That's fine. But I do think that there has to be a plan B, hmm. and it, it didn't seem like we have a plan B when I asked the question that we're supposed to be going to uh, construction on this site in March 2024. I put this to the council, and I was told, well, we hope discussions will conclude soon. Um, I don't think that's enough. I don't think that's fair for me to go back to my constituents of Gory and say, well, sure, look, we hope we hope we get this over the line soon. I think there needs to be more more pressure put on that and there needs to yeah. uh, be stuff put in limbo and we need to move on and, and develop these houses. 
I'm just thinking on discussions I've had about housing in particular with uh, two of the guests we've had. Uh, I'll go back to what I discussed with uh, current Deputy Paul Kyo from Fine Gael and we, we were talking about the whole area of apprentices and the necessity to get more people involved. That's one area that maybe let me get your views on, Andrew. Uh, have we got the people, to be fair to the council, have we got the people out there to build the houses that you're looking for? Well, as we said, we, we, we have expressions of interest. I, I take your point that there might be an issue with the, the builders in general, overall, nationally, and that we don't have enough of them. I absolutely take your point. I think the solution to that is that we have to, like that, try and get the apprenticeships uh, ongoing and, and, and make them and put more funding into them from uh, central government. Um, uh, but I think on, on the particular sites that we have here, we clearly have the people because we have expre- expressions of interest uh, gone forward for this. So the people are there, we just need to move it on. Right, and the other p- aspect, uh, as we are in an election year when it comes to local election, and it was raised by Ivan Yates in a very detailed discussion yesterday, and I've got a huge reaction to him being on the programme with me yesterday. In fact, it's up there as a podcast at the moment if you missed it, uh, as is the interview we had with Mick Wallace and the interview we had with Ger Carthy. They're all up there on podcast. But he reckoned that uh, his permutations were ranging somewhere between 58 and 72 doll seats uh, for Sinn Féin. And one of the big issues he mentioned for to me yesterday was... That uh, the housing issue, and particularly the people between the ages of 30 and 40, Andrew, and listening to you this morning, I think you're concerned about this, that if the housing issue is not tackled and tackled pretty quickly in this county, the kickback against Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael could be huge. It could be, and I accept that. I do also think that there has been, there's been some progress in relation to housing um, nationally, but also if we take it in Wexford or even my own local area here in Gorey, there's a lot of private development going on, and that sometimes can be a catch-22 um, so even if we're talking about developing uh, the St. Wallens and the Ramsford sites, there are other issues that we have to bring along with that, such as road infrastructure. There will be a need to build bridges over railways out onto the Arklow Road uh, to provide for the cars. So we're not putting uh, a huge volume of cars and traffic onto country roads. And these are all issues that go along with housing that we have to tackle as well. Um, and it's the same uh, with other services such as water, so it's it can be catch twenty two with housing. Right. You do have to make um, make strides forward in housing, but you also have to bring other services up to it as well. So where are you going next with this now? Because I can sense in even in your vocal tone that you're at your wits' end over this. So where will you go next with this? So I, I will obviously um, do representations to the minister for housing on this as well. Um, but I will also I do think that it, the onus is on Wexford County Council and I have to go back to them and say it to them again and again and again and I'll bring my colleagues with me because in fairness in the Gory Kamukers district I think we all sing, sing off the same hymn sheet in relation to this. I, I will be once again suggesting that we use things like modular housing. This idea for the Ramsford site was there and it seems to have gone away. I want to ask more questions in relation to why that is. Yeah. Uh, I think modular housing is a good idea. I think it will make things quicker when we do get things on site. Um, and we have to, in a crisis like we're dealing with in relation to housing, we do have to try and think outside the box. Maybe modular housing was thinking outside the box five or ten years ago, but it's not anymore. It's become very mainstream, and it's very important that we look at those solutions. Thank you for taking our call. I have just one quick question from Sandra, who sent in the following. It's nothing to do with housing, but it is indirectly. She says, could you ask Councillor Bolger, can anything be done about the 14-year water supply issue in Tara Hill that is still going on as recent as over Christmas due to construction of housing in Gorey and no infrastructure to deal with it? I'm sure the point that Sandra raised is being raised to you constantly. Can you give a response to it, Andrew? 
Uh, absolutely, Ellen, and Sandra has raised that with me personally as well, and I know she's very frustrated by it, and I can completely understand. Um, so I know that there's been a lot of outage, outages in her area, um, so I've been trying to lobby uh, Ishka Air and our Irish Water to upgrade the infrastructure, but not also just that, but try and monitor the pressure um, when there is a burst. So, for example, you may be aware, your, mis- your listeners from Gory will be aware, if there's one burst, it tends to have another issue somewhere else down the line, and literally it's bursting at the seams, uh, and we need to try and upgrade the pipe infrastructure under the ground. And just if I could make the point as well in relation to housing, that's part of the water services that I'm talking about, that it's it all comes with that. The more pressure on the line, the more houses, and uh, the more need to actually put in good, proper uh, funding and investment into those underground pipes. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast.